why does a vigilante man why does a vigilante man carry that sawed off shotgun in his hand would he shoot his brother and sister down i rambled around from town to town i rambled around from town to town and they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle was that the vigilante men have you seen that vigilante man have you seen that vigilante man i've heard his name all over the land satellites gone up to the skies that drive me out of my mind I watched it for a little while I like to watch things on TV Satellite of love Satellite of love Satellite of love Satellite Satellite's gone way up to Mars Soon it'll be filled with park and cars I watched it for a little while I love to watch things on TV With Harry, Mark, and John Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday to Thursday With Harry, Mark, and John Satellites gone up to the skies Things like that drive me out of my mind it for a little while I love to watch things on TV Satellite of love Satellite of love Satellite of love Satellite of
Just a
Mary Smith had a college education. Sally Jones had a scientific streak. Susie Brown used to lecture on ancient architecture. Josie Green spoke Latin and Greek. Just forgotten girls with forgotten brains. While history explains. When Madame Pompadour was on a ballroom floor, said all the gentlemen, obviously. The madam has the cutest personality. And think of all the books about Dewberry's looks. What was it made her the toast of Perry? She had a well-developed personality. And what did Romeo see in She knew how to use her personality. A girl can get somewhere, even if she has stringy hair. She can even be a bit bold at her knees. Makes no difference. You know what, though? She's got to show a faultless personality. And nowadays, you can learn to spell. Take dictation pretty well. You don't have to sit on the boss's settee, never. That is, unless you've got a perfect personality. And there's only one thing that puzzles me. Why is it certain girls offer certain things? Some get sable coats and some even get wedding rings. And you know who they're from? The best guys, the one who wear their spats right. Ha <laughs> ha, now you're right. So brother, don't tell me I'm smart and have the kindest heart or oh, what a wonderful sister I'd be. Cause I'm not looking for any relatives. I just want a small personal opinion. Just tell me how you like my personality. And just give me a short explanation. Don't make it long cause I don't like that look in your eyes. Make it short, brother, real short. Satisfy this hungry man 
Man, what a set, huh? Jesus. Oh, hey, um, in case you stumbled over here, this is Bug House Square every Tuesday, 6 to 8. Um, Mutiny Radio in the corner of 21st and Florida in the beautiful Mission, where it's always flat and sometimes sunny, and today was a gorgeous day in... Um, in San Francisco, and they're they're rare, you know. You have them, although the way that the climate is changing, <laughs> and it seems pretty obvious now that it is, um, whatever the cause, it is changing. Um, yeah, there's a more nice days than there used to be. It seems. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like there's less fun. It's anyway. I'm not gonna. I'm not talking about it anyway. I'm not kind of fucking weatherman or whatever. Uh, this is uh, Bug House Square. What it is is it's me and I play music and, and um, people send me music that they make in their homes. It's called uh, Rives in the Basement. I like to call it because it's no lie in the, in the basement. We're miles apart. No surprise. Going to rise from the basement. And uh, we're going to get to that, but I want to tell you about um, what you just heard, because it was a long set, so why not uh, tell you about it? Um, Let's see. That was the Talking Heads doing the good thing um, off of the more songs about buildings and food on my all-time list of albums that you should have one way or another and listen to on a fairly regular basis. Let me get these other records. This is such a big stack. I don't even think I can lift it in one trip here. So give me a second. Oh, man, I got to. All right. Yeah, I got. All right. So um, I am uh, so together that I'm just going to look at these album covers and I'm going to know exactly which uh, song and and, uh, side and all that stuff that I played. I mean, I know the side, but hopefully I'll know the song. So before that were the Beatles, the Beatles. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely, Sergeant Pepper's, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Um, it's getting better. And um, yeah. And then uh, I, I hadn't played this Madden. I got this Madness record and I've had it for a long time. And I just remembered I kind of liked that. I liked that, um, that kind of white boy reggae groove to it. And, um, I remember I'm, I'm trying to do things that are cheer me up, you know, kind of songs. And, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if that one worked or not, <laughs> but, uh, there you go. Madness from uh, mad, not mad. I kind of did. I mean, I, I kind of dug, I was, uh, I skanked, you know, on occasion, uh, before that, my best friend, um, Queen, A Night at the Opera. I just got this one. I, uh, I fell into a great, I didn't fall into it, damn it. I saw it and I pursued it and I executed. I went to, um, um, the family, we were, uh, strolling up the hillside as one does. When one lives in a, in a cosmopolitan town such as San Francisco, you get out there and you, you experience life. And, uh, and and the food and, and all that stuff, you know, even though, you know, even if you're not going to eat there, you can kind of walk by it and stuff. So that we do, we walk. And um, 
So, uh, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ Almighty. Um, anyway, night at the opera. Yeah. So, I see the sign, and it says record sale, and it's like the next day um, on the street, and like eighties um, dance. I forget what they said. Kind of dance, or uh, I don't think they said goth, but something along those lines. And I'm like, man, I got to check this out. So I go and it wasn't until like 10.30 or 11 on a Sunday. And so I got there a little early and uh, she's like, come back. Uh, you can come back early or not the scheduled time. But so I come back. There's already like three or four like record um, geeks, you know, for lack of a better name that are there just like going through and and um you know, having their way with this pristine record collection from the eighties. And, uh, I jumped in and I had talked to the woman. I'm like, you got any Nick cave? And she's like, well, no, but, um, I got some birthday party. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's, uh, Nick caves first before, uh, the bad seeds. He was in, um, uh, birthday party. And so I go back and I'm flipping and I found, and so anyway, I got uh, queen a night at the opera um, and that was, uh, and she, everything's covered in plastic. It's great. And the records are in beautiful shape. Yeah. Queen night at the opera. That was a uh, best friend. Uh, before that was meat puppets up on the sun. Uh, the title track, uh, another song that just makes me very happy. Um, uh, before that was Nina Simone, uh, live at town hall. Doing Wild as the Wind. That song is for uh, uh, my good friend Aaron. Um, I know he knows that song, and, and I'm not sure if he knows that um, rendition. Before that was Pearl Bailey, and, and this was one of my mom's records. It still has, like, Nuthatch written on the cover, which is beautiful. I fucking love it. That's why I love records. I'm holding this record that my mother owned and carved her name with a big ballpoint pen. Nuthatch, her Girl Scout name, right across the cover. Not that huge, but, you know, uh, letters are larger than a quarter inch, so but smaller than a half inch. Um, and um, Pearl Bailey, and that was uh, uh, Personality. Um, and before that was John Lennon off of... Uh, well, I've got this greatest hits record. I've got a bunch of his records, but I, I, I go for this because I think I'm not sure what uh, record this was on, but I don't think I have it. Maybe I do, but I know that it's on this one. So I grab it. Uh, number nine dream. Uh, just a beautiful song. John Lennon and the plastic Ono band before that was XTC with grass. Of course, I love, as you know, if you listen regularly, that I love to pull this uh, large single off uh, out and play. It's a 45 RPM kind of LP-sized record that just sounds magnificent. And we did the Beatles again, uh, Good Day Sunshine off the Revolver record, um, a song that makes me happy. Todd Rundgren, we did All the Children Sing off of the uh, Rundgren, Todd Rundgren album. Um, it's untitled. It just says Todd Rundgren across the front and a big um, uh, pixelated kind of uh, 
low res photograph of him. Just a great record though. This is this is like a really, really great record. Um uh another talking head song uh pulled up off their first record. And before that was Lou Reed off of Transformer doing Satellite of Love. I think that's what we'll be opened with, Satellite of Love. So uh yeah um i'll tell you what so um so i um all right i I don't know who is listening right now but i'm just doing this and saying this because because i need to and i can't type and i'm not a um a uh big with the uh social networking so it's it's hard. I, I can't type, and it's 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 painstaking, and it's annoying as well. But anyway, so I moved to this town, San Francisco, uh, 12, uh, 13 years ago, and I came here um, to be with my girl and um, have a kid. And we did. And so I'm a new father in San Francisco and I'm not, um, a dot com guy. I mean, in Chicago, I worked, um, sound, you know, stuff, which is crazy hours, late, early, um, not hours and that I wanted to be with a, a kid, you know, and, Plus, the job that I had in Chicago was very, it was very niche and, and um, probably unattainable in San Francisco, this, this similar job. So, um, I, you know, did found uh, work and uh, I was lucky to work for a gentleman who would give me a day during the week off um, while my girl was working and she would work one day and, and the weekends. And we were able to keep, um, we didn't have to deal with daycare because we, someone could watch them. So I'm in San Francisco with a newborn kid and I don't know anybody besides uh, family people. And it's intimidating as shit this town is. And even, and this is back then, and this isn't why I'm back then. I mean, it's like 13 years ago, but it was coming from Chicago, which is a cool town. And you can, you can live or, you know, you could back when I was there and, and, and this is, could change. I don't know. You know, it's like, you can't, uh, go back home, but you could live cheaply there and, um, relatively cheaply, but you can't in San Francisco and everybody's hustling. And this is like the best brightest brains from all over the world are there and they're all and then and then I'm in the park with the wives of these guys and some of the you know and I don't want to sound like sexist or whatever but I'm telling you on a Thursday morning at Tobos Park you know people are working you know it's nanny and or um, mother who doesn't have to work so that those are the two things or me 
And maybe at that time there was, there was a, a, on one hand, you know, men that were in the same kind of um, scene that I was, but not too often. So when I um, was, when my son was maybe, I don't know, almost one. I mean, my girl would always try to get him involved in the things in the mission because there's there's stuff and we did all things with him, you know, but it's me and my girl and my baby kid. And I'm not really a good, like, go out and find people to hang out with kind of guy, you know, it's just I have a set of friends, you know, I've had my whole life and and now we keep in touch, but um, I'm away from, you know, uh, my few close friends that I have. Um, so I'm, um, I'm having, I don't know, it's not a hard time, but you know, it's like I go to the parks and whatever. So, uh, my girl in, uh, and I'm not using any names now because I don't, I don't want to, I don't know who listens to this really. And I don't want to involve, you know, anybody that, you know, I could, so, um, no, just my girl, you know, and, um. Not just, but, you know. So she's like, why don't you take um, the kid to this? Um, it's like this uh, tiny tots thing that's in the mission in a in a little uh, just beat up building. It was great. It was great. So you go up there and it's maybe seven or eight uh, parents with these kids that are less than a year. And you're and you're all just and it's typically your first kid, right? And everybody's just like, doesn't have a clue when you're there wondering what your kid's going to do, you know, with other kids. So, um, in this environment, um, Claudia has me go, uh, oh man, I blew it. And so now, you know, so no last names. All right. So she tells me to go down to this thing and bring a kid to it. It's like a little, uh, thing. So there I meet, um, so for now I'm like going to say their names, but I am going to say their names. Uh, I, uh, I met, uh, Kate and Coco and Kate is the mother and Coco was the child, which is within a couple months of age of my, uh, of my kid. He's a boy. She's a girl. And so we do this thing and it's, and, uh, you got to understand that, that, um, uh, what it, I don't know what it is for me. It was, it was kind of, it was very intimidating, you know, to be in this town, like people top of their game They're, you know, you go to these parks and you, you hear these uh, women talking about grooming their kids for Stanford. And, and the kid is like crawling on the ground and you're like, what the hell am I going to do? You know? Um, uh, but within this melee of, shit I meet Kate and I was through Claudia and Coco and here are kind of someone that uh, I can like relate to you know and who talked to me in a very um, uh, sympathetic and uh, charming way so uh, we established uh, somewhat of a uh, relationship. Um, 
our family and the uh, Kate and I come to meet uh, Aaron. And actually, the first time I met him was Coco's two-year-old birthday. So those kids were so this is so they were over one I think when when this was all going down. So they were like you know whatever you say like sixteen months or something or things. When you got kids that age, you're always talking in months because it makes it sound like more time has passed. But no, it's only like, you know, a year and a quarter, a year and a half, whatever. And so the first time that I met Aaron was at Coco's two-year-old birthday party. And I went and brought Diego with, and I'm all you know, nervous and I don't know anybody. And I had met Kate before that. And, um, she had me in and introduced me to her family and Aaron, her husband and Coco's dad. And, um, we didn't really talk much. I think I talked with Aaron's father more than Aaron and, and Kate's mom, cause she was uh, a bit of a shutter bug. So, we talked some photography, but we we established this relationship with the with us, our um, families, and the kids, and we did a lot of hanging out together, and went camping and and um, vacations and and Christmases and. Thanksgivings and more camping. And I just want to thank Kate and Aaron and Coco for for really um, making me feel uh, more welcome than I did. And I didn't feel unwelcome, but you guys were I have a gift for um, uh, making people feel welcome. And that's, that's something that I don't have (laughs) really. Um, and I, I'm, I'm so grateful for our relationship and, uh, I love you all. And, um, I wish the best. I really do. So, um, hey, this is uh, Bug House Square, in case you're wondering, like, what the hell I'm rambling on about. But I'm, um, uh, I'm going to go into, I'm going to try to, um, uh, wait, hold on a second. I know exactly what I'm going to do.
David Bowie. Hey, hey. Um, David Bowie, um, the prettiest star off of Aladdin Sane. Um, going to the basement because, you know, like I told you before, um, in the basement, we're miles apart. No surprise. Going to rise from the basement. This is Zar G. Send something in and... Um, I, uh, I have a very limited kind of, uh, technical ability and the way that, that I do the show. So it's kind of like certain things work better than others and certain things that I don't even, I don't know about. And it's not that I don't want to know about them, but you know, it's just like, I don't know about them. So Zar sent me something, um, that I've never seen before. So I'm trying to get it to work. So let's try this. This is RG, and I got to go to a different window. That's why, because it's kind of a little pain in the ass. This is called Babel 4, B-A-B-E-L 4, and this is RG. And I think you could probably find it in Zar, Z-A-R-G, big G. And this is Babel 4. Um, I got that up, and those are up. And let's try this. Dig.
Talk to 
Yeah, that's uh, that's Sid, man. That's Sid. Sid as in Barrett, uh, the uh, founding father of Pink Floyd. Um, let's see. And then what did we have before that? We played um, the Prettiest Star. Played uh, the intro and uh, Breathe. Pink Floyd. I really I needed to hear that. And then into that whatever that that space uh, kind of thing is called. Ooh, hear that? That's my uh, notification thing. Um, going back to the basement, this is Super Radic. If you want to find them, you can look on Bandcamp, S-U-P-E-R, Radic. Um, they're a rock band out of Oceanside, Cal. That's Cali. You know, Oceanside, I got to think, is uh, I'm not really sure where Oceanside is. I think it's south of South Bay Area, maybe. Um, it's, it's near the water. Um, uh, you can follow them. Uh, super radic, man. Just go to Bandcamp and type that in, and you get it. This is Hollow Inside, and it goes like this. I'm hoping. So we got the balls of spinning that are spinning and a rotation. <laughs>
prenda, 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 Well, uh, like, I don't understand how you can't, cause, like, I've been to, you know, Paris, Beirut, you know, I've been to uh, Iraq, Iran, Eurasia, you know, I speak very, very, um, fluent Spanish, uh, Dodo Davi and Chevere. 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 Is that right, Mama? Yeah, cause I got my shaking room, I'm gonna do a little Everybody's got a thing, but some don't know Don't you worry about a thing Don't you worry about a thing, mama Cause I'll be standing on the side when you check it out You say your style of life's a drag And that you must go other places But just don't you feel too bad When you get fooled by smiling faces But don't you worry about a thing Don't you worry about a thing, mama Cause I'll be standing on the side When you check it
Man, those are tight, but that's I got to I got to get all that outro in there, man. That's like one of the all-time greatest. Stevie Wonder, um don't you worry about a thing. Um Yeah, it's, you know, there's all kinds of shit to worry about. But uh you got to look um beyond the worry. There is there is life beyond the worry. And there is um more from the basement. This is Rand. Oh, it's Randy uh, Wyzek, and this song is called "When I Was Your Everything." And I'm, I think I tried this once before, and I, this one works pretty well. Um, I think. Oh, come on, man. Oh, uh, wait. No, it's. I don't know. I tried this at home with this because this is a different. She used to press her lips to little notes upon my door. She would phone me just because, which I adore. But since she's gone, I've come to see It wasn't everything You are the one that captured my heart Yes, it's true Lately behind closed doors I can't reach you It's times like these She steals into my mind Her heart was always open arms of mine Lay your head down next to mine Make believe you still love me one more time
Yeah, it's the Doors, Crystal Ship, because uh, that song um, makes me happy. What can I tell you? Um, back to the basement. This is, uh, I'm just going to read you this. I don't do this often, but um, we're going to navigate through this together. So this is what I get. Hello, my name, my band, Slippery Envelope, uh, records out of our house in Santa Cruz. We release a new album each month of experimental improv music. We just released our 12th animal, Grr Attitude. We'd love to be played on your station. All right, um, then I'm going to go to this band camp. So this is Slippery Envelope, Envelope, Envelope. It's Envelope, um, as in Envelope. And um, all right, I, I'm debating because this is a long song, but we're going to try it. This is five minutes <laughs> plus gratitude. And um, this is Single and Horny. Um uh, let's see. I mean, let's just check it out. You know, single and horny, five minutes and four seconds. 
It's just a restless feeling by my side. Early dawning, Sunday morning. It's just the wasted years so close behind. Watch out, the world's behind. It's the Velvet Underground Sunday morning off their uh, Nico, Andy Warhol, Banana, Wreck It. Going back to the basement, we got to kind of shake a leg here. This is um, Lameda, Lambda, uh, La Med, Med, L A M A D H, and. Um, these guys, a couple years ago, man, they had, I dug these these guys or this guy, whoever this is. But I'm sorry, it's uh, down at the wire, so I had to pick a short one. I'm sorry, I couldn't play the first one that, that popped up. Usually they want you, know, you to play the, the one uh, that comes up first, but it was uh, six minutes or so. This is called Corrupted, um, Corrupted Deadwig is the name of the record. Corrupted Deadwig by L-A-M-E-D-H, Lambda. And this is called Mold, the name of this song, and we're going to do that. That's up. The balls are circulating in a circular fashion. The pause button should be...
Yeah, that's P.J. Harvey, Dear Darkness, off the White Chalk record. This is Corfin, Coffin, I'm sorry, Coffin, or Coffin, C-O-P-H-I-N. Um, you can find him on uh, SoundCloud. This song is called EP, and um, let's pause the lines. <laughs>
Come on, they have.